Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm good, Peter. How are you? <laughs> I'm not too good, Tom. <laughs> How are you gonna? Yeah, doing all right, thank you. Right, as you can tell my voice, I'm still suffering the side effects of COVID. I've got to say this on the Weed Bonus podcast, friends. I'm just going to tell us it's still out there, guys. You don't want this. It is murder. Be safe. Wash your hands and wear a mask. This is torture. That's all I'm going to say. Right, well, straight to uh, League. I'm going to talk as little as possible this week, guys. So maybe we'll get on Tom and do all the heavy loans. So, League top three is we'll be changing the top. Number one is Hab United, 86 points, 89 overall. Number two is Jack Curran, no change. And up to third is Conquering Lions, Robbie Dempsey. And the highest score I could find this week was 109 points. The team named anyone but Rangers, and they had Clark for 10 points. Captain Tavernier, 16. Cocker, 11. Edwards, 5. Ralston, 10. Vice Jota, 29. Furuhashi, 14. Kent, 8. Niskanen, 2. Watkins, 2. And Watt, 2. So a damn good score. So we'll go to our scores and rank. And I'll take a wee break here. Can I go to you first? Yes. Uh, I've done actually better than I remembered. 82 points overall. Just a one from Gordon and Golds. Captain Tavernier. For 16, McMahon got me one, Tanzer six, Ralston 10, uh, Harks for two points, then vice captain for Hashi 24, Yota 19, Cummins just one, Boyce nothing, and Tony Watt two points. And your overall rank? Uh, it's, I think it's around 500 in the mega, mega league. Yeah, 501st in the okay. mega league. Okay, Tom, same you. Uh, my rank is 669. Uh, this game week, I got 90 points. I had Clark and goal for 10, Captain Tav 16, Cochrane 11, Edwards 5, and Ralston 10. Midfield, I had Harks. Vice captain was Yota for 29, Ronan for 3. Uh, non playing player Strachan remained in the 11 for 0. Uh, Tony Watt up front, 2 points, and Ramirez, 2 points. Okay, and uh, I had an overall score of 89 points this week, and that's Gordon for 1, Captain Tavernier 16. McMahon 1, Ralston 10, McCart and Fraser 6 apiece, Harks 2, Vice Captain Furuhashi 24, Jota 19, and Watt Ramirez 2 apiece up front, which gives me an overall rank of 308, my highest jet. And that's 7 green arrows in a row for me, so that's also going to come to a stop at some point, but 
I'll take it as it goes. Right, we'll go back to game week 13 and we'll look at the results. So, where are we? On the Saturday, we had Aberdeen 0, Motherwell 2, Hearts 5, Dundee United 2, St. Johnson, St. Mern 0 0. And on the Sunday, we had Dundee 2, Celtic 4, Rangers 4, Ross County 2. So, before I go to you, Tom, any side out for you there, Gunnar? Uh, well, maybe I've, I've just looked it up here just now. So we had Gary Mackay Stevens. He was he was one of our picks. I think at the start of the season. Uh, ben Whitburn. He's taken over from him there last game, scoring a brace. And maybe the other thing I want to touch on is uh, Aberdeen. It's really not going well for them at the minute. Uh, like going forward, it's too passive defensively. Uh, they're very open. They've lost Calvin Ramsey now as well to injury. And I think I've, I've watched the highlights uh, just before we come on again. And just just the goals, but even from that, it was it was just too little from Aberdeen. And I, I want to say I, that's the same thing I've seen in like the the last games or the highlights I've watched from them as well. And Motherwell just had it very very easy uh, in, in this game. Unfortunately, I, I think I brought Tony Watt in. I think that was this week where I brought him in. It might have been the minus four even, but uh, yeah, it was Van Veen who got the goals there. Um, and uh, honorable mention there for for Kyogo's goal uh, in that in that game against Dundee, absolute absolute counter cunt of a goal, fantastic. Right, as you can probably hear, Tom rattling papers in the background. So, Tom, any add on the game week? You can take us through your top twenty. Um, I just to sort of add to what Gunnar was saying. Uh, Wait, I'm on the wrong page. <laughs> Too many pages. <laughs> Too many pages, that's my problem. Uh, aye, so just when we thought Tony Watt was the main man at Motherwell, Van Veen goes and scores a brace. Um, I, I, I kind of thought it was a bit harsh on Aberdeen. Um, Motherwell had two shots on target and got two goals, whereas Aberdeen had eight shots on target um, and no goals. And three of these shots on target came from Ferguson, who also hit the woodwork. So a bit of a shame there. I don't think Aberdeen have been doing too badly recently. They um, they beat Hearts and Hibs recently, and I think drew with Rangers, so they're a bit hit or miss. Uh, can, Hearts... I, can I? Sorry, can I just interject? But that's kind of like my point. So it's two shots on target there for for Motherwell, and you can see two goals. That's what I mean. It's it's too easy for them. Like even even maybe if they're like dominating possession, dominating the game, it's it doesn't take much. For like opponents to get a goal against them, that that was kind of my point. Okay, Tom, back to you. Point taken. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I understand. Uh, the defense isn't great. I'll give them that. Um, Hearts five, Dundee United two. Um, obviously, a goals fest for Hearts there. Woodburn got two. I don't think he's been too prolific uh, in terms of attacking returns so far. Uh, Cochrane a goal and assist in this game. Kingsley goal. McInef, who we kind of thought about at the start of the season. He was like a cheapy option for us. Um, so definitely something to keep an eye on there. Despite Dundee United being on the heavy end of a beating, we have uh, a goal from Ryan Edwards again, who's doing quite well. Uh, Nicky Clark got a goal as well. Uh I was surprised to see United concede so many since they've been quite defensively sound so far this season. Um, Cochrane 
Again, Hearts recently, I don't think they've had a clean sheet since what game we hate, but with the Hearts defence, particularly Cochrane, they do tend to get attacking returns, as we can see a goal and assist in this game, so that's good. St. Johnson St. Mary in Battle of the Saints, nothing to really talk about there. But I did notice when I was looking at the lineups that McGrath was playing up front with Curtis Main, so that's maybe something to keep an eye on, a bit of out-of-position action there. And then we had 4-2 Sunday, uh, Selig won 4-2 against Dundee. We've kind of talked in the past that we kind of thought the, the three Selig players to have was Yota, um, Kyogo and Ralston. Um, I think this kind of highlights the game. Obviously, Yota got the first goal and Kyogo scored with an assist from Ralston. Then Ralston assisted Yota and then Yota assisted Kyogo. So I think these are the three boys to have. Um I actually still don't have Furuhashi after I got rid of him when he was injured, but it's certainly going to be a priority of mine getting him back. And another 4-2 game was Rangers versus Ross County, which we've seen uh, Bakuna. He signed from Huddersfield in August. This was his first start so far this season in all competitions, and he managed to provide a goal and assist, which was very good. Um, so definitely something to keep an eye on there. Is it just a flash in the pan, or is he going to become sort of standout player. Aribo again, a goal and assist, but we know from previous seasons and also so far this season, Rangers midfielders can be quite patchy. So we've also got the added factor of a new manager. We might see a new manager bounce, but that's yet to be seen. We don't even know who the guy is yet. And that's my, that was my lineup. Any of your 20s go there still? Oh, top 20, yep. Aye. So game week 13, the top 20, what did, what consisted of that there. Um, we have three goalkeepers this week. Defenders, we've only got six. Midfielders, ten. And forwards, one. If we look at the previous totals from game week one up until 12, so far we've had 22 goalkeepers, 90 defenders, 82 midfielders, and 42 forwards, given us totals of 25 goalkeepers, 96 defenders, 92 midfielders, and 43 forwards. So, the defenders and the midfielders are still the standout. And um, we've previously mentioned that you don't have to put a lot of money into the defence. It seems to be sort of mid-range priced defenders that are doing quite well, like the likes of Cochrane and Edwards. Whereas the midfielder, it tends to be the sort of premium in that position. So the likes of uh, Furuhashi, Yota, Boyle, all these guys um, are getting the returns in midfield and then forwards you can you can kind of pick a few cheapos up front. It's not too bad. Uh, if we look at the makeup of this game week, uh, the goalkeepers were Clark, Kelly and Anik, all of which kept clean sheets this week, so no surprises there. Uh, within the defenders, we had Cochrane with his goal and assist, Ralston with his two assists, Tav um, got an assist and bonus, uh, Gordon for St. Johnston clean sheet, as did McCarthy and Johansson. Uh, midfielders, obviously, Yacht and Furuhashi with their uh, glowing display for Celtic. Woodburn with his two goals. Aribo and Bakuna, we mentioned those guys. Uh, at Dundee, uh, we had McMullen. He got two assists versus Selig. Kind of mentioned him at the start of the season. Kent, obviously, with his goal. Uh, Cameron Devlin at Hearts, doing quite well. And Hungbo, uh, the Ross County player, 2.8 mid. 
not really seen a lot of him so far this season. So I think he's maybe a, a one-week wonder. And then up front, uh, one forward was Van Veen, who banished the baggage brace. OK, well done. Uh, the fixtures for the upcoming game week is a blank game week. It is not, it's not as blank as it was, mind you. There's a game added to it. But now we've got four fixtures coming up. We've got Dungeon vs Aberdeen, Motherwell vs Hearts, St Mirren vs Livingston, and a game in a Wednesday night is Ross County vs Hibernian. So before I come to use for your transfers, captain's face, captain's pick, I want to first of all plug the cup again for it to start the podcast. We've got a new cup starting in game week 14, the Fantasy Football Scotland Royal Tate Rumble. Basically what it is, is rather a knockout cup. It'll be groups. Yeah, it'll become apparent before the deadline when the groups appear on Twitter, thanks to Gunners Artwork again. You'll be in groups, and what will happen is there'll be three or four game weeks, and your scores will be tallied up. And then depending on who may people play in the game, They'll go through it the next round. Now, originally I said it was going to be like a knockout round, but the more I thought about it, I thought, well, it's called the Rumble, we'll keep it the Rumble format. So it'll be getting different groups. So like a 30 qualify, it'll be another two groups of 15, say, and then another, say, say the top five again. The last group would be, again, a, maybe a group of five or six people over a segment of game weeks, and that would be the winner. So rather than knockout ties, it's a Rumble format. So a, a cumulative score over the space of so many game weeks. I will put up a new... A cup thread before it kicks off explain it all again update it all and again if you want in that cup DM me at Fantasy Half plenty of spaces plenty of time it doesn't really matter maybe people play because it's easy to manage when it's just done as a tallying scores up so again Fantasy Half and we'll plug it after the podcast right so transfers captains vice captains then Black Game Week Gunnar where are you going to attack it who's your transfer in if you haven't won and captain vice captain are we not going to do our wild wild card there so we do well, well we're we're more the topic. Yeah, sure. Um then I'm gonna have to go on a um see I have my wildcard team. Up Tom, I'll go you first then for transfers, captains, vice captains, like gonna find it. Um so vice captain, I think I'm probably gonna go boil. Um Hibs are playing Ross County and Hibs are at home. Ross County obviously conceded four last weekend. We know the defence hasn't been great. So I think Boyle vice captain, considering he tends to score more goals, not so much assists um, and I think this is a good week to maybe go with a bit of a, a rogue pick when it comes to the captaincy uh, Ryan Edwards has been doing quite well at Dundee United he has been scoring goals and I do fancy Dundee United to keep a clean sheet at home I think after having five put past him against Hearts I think the defence particularly will have a point to prove and um, I think I'm hoping for a clean sheet against Aberdeen and possibly some attacking returns from Edwards. So I'm going captain with him. Transfer-wise, I'm a bit undecided because I don't have enough money to get through Hashi, so I'm going to have to work out who to downgrade. I don't really want to downgrade Paul McGinn in defence because Hibs are going to have a double-double coming up. So that's a concern. So... It might have to be Ramirez, you know. I think I might have to downgrade him to a cheapie and uh, use the cash to try and upgrade one of my mids, either Harks or Connor Ronan, to Furuhashi. So I'm not, I'm undecided, but that's what's the kind of that's what's going through my head just now. So we downgrade to a player playing this week, but to switch to another player. Yeah, it'd have to be. And just to follow up your point, Hibs are away. Do you know what's counting at home? This they're away Wednesday night. Are they? Yep, so does that change your boil? Vice captain? No. Nope. Nope. Nah. <laughs> Sticking with it. Does that with the plane? Right, Gunnar, same question then. 
Yeah, so I'm in, in a bit of a pickle. So my bench, they're all not playing. So that's three players already. And then I have, well, I have my non-playing player then and two more in my starting 11 who are also not playing. I've got two frees, but I don't, I don't really want to be taking out any of these players that are not playing. So I've got like Tavernier, Ralston, Furuhashi, Yota, and then Cummins. So the, the the one player that I would happily transfer and make a move on would be Cummins. All the others I would probably want to keep for next week. Uh, otherwise, that would be like banking banking in a transfer and for, for game week 15. Um, Vice-captain, I'll probably stick on Boyle as well. Captain, I think that's a little bit harder before before tom started talking uh i had my captaincy on gordon i'm just like hoping hearts can keep a clean sheet but they're away tomorrow well got tony watt as well who i probably want the goal off so i don't have edwards so i've got mcmahon but tanzer in defense who, who could be an option against livy there to get maybe an attack and return and a clean sheet but captaincy it's really tough this week <laughs> Boyle, I'll definitely keep, and then uh, captaincy. I'll probably see what I'll what I'll what I'll see over over on Twitter during the week, and what the other podcasts come up with, and uh, see if I can can get some inspiration. Maybe do a poll, gonna uh, maybe do a <laughs> captain poll. That would that would be a shout, Peter. Good idea. Uh, and transfers, yeah. Like I say, I, I'm I'm in this pickle. I don't really know what to do. I'll probably I have two frees. I'll probably just make one. Uh, how would you uh, comments to Anderson of Livy maybe just just another cheapy there at, at least he plays Cummins only gets like the last 20-15 minutes of these games so yeah probably just make a cheapy to cheapy move a bit, bit sideways but at least uh, Anderson he gets 90 minutes most of the time right myself my transfers quite Self easy to explain, really, because I've got my cat in, in back here and he's not playing, so I'm going to go my cat to Doig at Hibs mm. because Doig's do drop to 2.5 as well. So he's one of these 2.5 defenders. I'll bring him in, no problem there. That gives me nine players playing. I'll just uh, keep Tavenier, Ralston, Furashi, and George's bench, and I'll probably have Captain Boyle and Vice Captain Watt or Ramirez, depending on team news. I think that's quite easy enough for me to sod to next week. I mean, do we know? Do we know uh, if Boyce is back? Uh, it's a question on that coming up. Mm. Yeah, he's I'll still wait. flagged. That's okay, I'll yeah. wait, and we can answer it there. All right. right. Uh, so, one minute. I'm trying to do here. It's unsettly with Zoom. Right. So, what we'll do now is move on to our topic and questions. But because the topic's quite a long, I think we'll do the questions first, and then we'll go to the topic. Hmm. Ready for that? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to throw you off again, gonna but you get your notes on a different order. Right, so the questions were the first question. It's from Josh McSee Footblog. Would it be wise to stay away from bringing in Rangers assets just now due to the managerial shift? Gunnar, thoughts? Yeah, so we're addressing the bear in the room, yeah. Um, I mean, I've had Tavernier. I still have him. And I, w- I wasn't particularly interested in, in any Rangers players when Steven Gerrard was still there. So now that he's gone, obviously you, you might have the, the new manager bounce, but we, we're going to have to wait and see how, that's kind of like the thing of this podcast, wait and see how the new <laughs> manager sets them up. Um, 
new manager might get more attacking returns, for example, out of Kent, might play him in a different different system. Um, new manager might do something with Tavernier, maybe push him on the, to the right wing, get Patterson involved. Uh, so in, in that regard, kind of it's a wait and see, but it was a wait and see for me uh, before that. Like I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have brought in Sakala, for example, after the hat-trick. I uh, wasn't particularly interested in bringing any of the midfielders in because the attack and returns were all kind of like spread out. So, so in that regard, it doesn't really change the situation for me that much. Well, you'll get the benefit of this week in a cup week, so you can watch it without the worry about team news. Tom, same question to you? Yeah, I think I probably echo what Gunnar was saying. We all have to have. Do we want any additional Rangers players... I'm not. I'm not rushing towards any. To be honest with you, oh, the the next three fixtures after the, obviously the blank, they've got Livingston, Hibs, and Dundee. So Livingston and Dundee, a couple of plum fixtures there. I would. I would probably be waiting to see. I think the the the, the cup game will be a good kind of a good insight into maybe if the new manager's present at this point, what he's planning on doing. But. I, I wouldn't be racing towards any Rangers players anyway, um, just because other than Tav, there's not really a standout. And even even him, you know, he could see his position being given to Patterson, depending on the style of the new manager and what kind of system they want to play. So it's all a bit up in the air just now. So I would like the dust settle and then see how things look after that. Only thing is maybe a new manager is going to want to get off to a good start. So he'll probably play his best players or what he thinks is his best players. So you, you, you might not see as much rotation in, say, like the back four, chopping and changing, like the center halves, because like, inter- like uh, European games coming up or whatever. So you'll probably get Goldson playing more often than not. So that could be like the only player that I'd be interested in uh, next to Taft. But that would then also rely on them keep, keeping clean sheets. Uh, so, yeah. That he would be like the only player next to Taft that I'd be keeping an eye on for now. I look at it kind of like when Rogers left middle of the night and it's like during the season and somebody's going to come in. Similar kind of rat like behaviour to be honest with Stephen Gerrard. I mean, that's the idea. It's kind of ratty behaviour. But uh, the guy's going to come in, see if it's, if it's supposedly it's Giovanni Bangbronkhurst, one o'clock tomorrow's room, all right? So let's say it is him. He's got a game on Sunday. What is really going to change and implement? He's going to probably mm. keep. The team are playing the same style of football. He's going to not to change it too much. Similar to Lennon done with Rodgers. Stick to the same formation. Maybe a wee bit of tactical tweak here and there. I don't think there's going to be much change. He's going to probably play the same back four if they're fit. The same three and three midfield attack if they're fit. Unless people stand out like a sore for Mank. He's not going to do much of a change. I think Tav's position will be, will be safe. Until he gets more time with the players. But will he get more time with the players? Because they're playing game week in, week out now. It's an hour break's over. European football's back. If you've got any just play, I wouldn't be ready to keep them. And I'm no getting ready to have. I think Tav's got a heavy play secure for the foreseeable future. Right, next up is a question from the Scottish fantasy football community. And they're asking, will you be using any chips in game week 17 or game week 18? And if so, what chips and why, Tom? Eh... Uh... Not, not really something I've considered. Uh, I've, I still hold the wild card. I don't think I've played any chips so far this season. Um, I 
Probably go triple captain or something like that. Well, we're down to right. In game week 17, the Hibs have got Motherwell at home, Lynch away, right? So that's the double. The Lynch have got Hearts, Hibs at home. So they've got a double at home. And then the week after, Celtic have got Motherwell at home, Ross County away. Dundee's got Ross County and Hibs both away. Hibs have got St Mirren away, Dundee at home. Rangers get Hearts away, St Johnson at home. Ross County get Dundee and Celtic at home. And St Johnson get Aberdeen Rangers. Aberdeen at home, Rangers away. So... Because we can use the, the t- two chips in the same game yeah. week as well. So are we uh, triple captain and bench boosting yeah, game week 18 is not looking too, too shabby because you've got hips with double game week. Fancy that. Celtic, double game week. Motherwell and Ross County. Rangers, double game week. I'm not that fussed about Ross County, St. Johnston. The only problem would be Hearts. They're only fixtures Rangers and like most of us have two or three Hearts players, but you never know. Depends who this new manager is going to be. Is he going to be another Pedro Cuxinha? We don't know. Um, Highly doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> probably not, no. Um, yeah, I, I think definitely triple captain could be on the cards, especially if Celtic are on a good run because you, you see the likes of Yacht and Furuhashi getting some, some big scores. I mean, vice-captain, Yota got his 29 points this week, so if they're firing all cylinders, definitely. That's my thoughts exactly. Game week 18 to me is a, if Celtic look good, granted, I think they'll be triple captain either Furuhashi or Jota, and if I build the team the way I've got it worked out, I think I'll bench boost as well. I don't see there any other week coming up with that many double games. I don't no. know. Next one will be the League Cup final, but it's only going to be two teams, so it won't be as many. So I think this is the plum week, game week 18, if you've not used a chip shit to use them. What about you, Gunnar? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm the same. Out, out of 17 and 18, I think 18 is pretty much set up for playing chips. Um, like if you plan for it accordingly, like you say, you could you could play your bench boost, but uh, triple captain in Yota or Furuhashi in, in that week, that it, it seems pretty set up for it and uh, pretty much... Uh, as a gnome, even Tavernier, yeah, good shout. But um, the the only caveat maybe is we've seen how quickly things can change with uh, COVID and games being called off. We're going into December. I think we had it last year as well that there was games called off just for the state of the pitches. So um, that that is maybe the only thing. It's it's still a couple of weeks away, and a lot could change. But uh, standing as it is now, then uh, game week game week eighteen is pretty much set up. Uh, to play a couple of chips, yeah. Would you just you play one? You think about it if it comes up. If well, yeah, def- de- definitely the uh, triple captain, and then like you said, if if I set my team up uh, right in in the run up to it now and uh, I have a good bench, then I, I wasn't aware that we could play two chips mm-hmm. in a week. Um, then I would bench boost as well. Yeah. Right, and the last question is from FPL Silent Bats at Silent at Silent Bats. Injury updates ahead of blank. So I just looked at my own team and I assumed people are looking at Boyce and mm-hmm. Ramsey and Ramirez as the three players that a lot of people have. Uh, I've done a quick Twitter search. Ramsey's definitely out. So if you've got him, I would get shot at him. I wouldn't have, there's no point. He's probably, he's probably going to drop in value because he's not playing. Uh, Ramirez has been flagged for weeks, but he's played the last game weeks. So I, I would be ignoring that. I think he's fine. And boys, I could find nothing on. So with the boys' mm. situation, I would just be waiting for early team news, which you, you should get. 
don't know if you want to add to that. I think I've covered that. No, I think you've covered that there. I think uh, Ramirez is a bit like um, Rafinha in FPL. He's been flagged for weeks, but he he plays. (laughs) Constantly played. Right, so that takes us to our topic then. So I asked Tom two weeks ago now, when he was still a single man, uh, if you had a game week wildcard 14, just some people were talking about it on Twitter, how could you you build out a wildcard 14 on game week 14, sorry? Also, this game, you get two free transfers out of wildcard, so it's not as bad as it is like an FPL. So I'm going to quickly talk you through my, my thoughts, right? I don't think it's a bad idea. I know Gunnar, you would have said you wouldn't do it, but... Let me look it up. Sort your sticker up. So this week, the games are much a much. There's nothing really there that's like any team's better than another. Maybe Hibs away to Ross County is the only one that stands out. But as we mentioned before... Hibs have got two game weeks coming up, back-to-back, the double game weeks. And Livy's got a game week in game week 17, double game week. And there's two home games because Hearts and Hibs, and they're a hard place to go. So I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility. You could do a wildcard game week 14, bench some of your players, like the Rangers players, Celtic players, and then come out at game week 15, 16, and Brady with six players for the first double game week. So... What's your thoughts behind it, Tom? Your thoughts behind it, Gunnar? And then we'll talk for a wild card. So we'll go you first, Tom. Um, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm, I, I'm not that keen on the idea of doing a wild card this week. But um, I've not went together anyway. Uh, Gunnar. So I, I don't think I, I would wild card. I, I, Free hit would have been perfect for this year, but we don't get it in this game. Uh, it's it takes a lot of forward planning, I think. If you if you wanted to wildcard now, you you made a good point there. If, like three hips could be could be something that needs to be definitely into. Oh, I've had this it, time, Gunnar. I've had this time. The last uh, <laughs> no, no, but like let's 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 play it true. So like three hips, it's what what you need in the team definitely. Tavernier, we said uh, we wouldn't drop him. Um, keeping one of Kyogo and. Uh, or or Yota and and bench them this week uh, is something that I would definitely do. I, I I can see a lot of people transferring one of them out this this week maybe. So we might have a drop in volume there. Just just a point one, but uh, just because they're uh, quite expensive, they're premiums in in midfield. So if people wanted to get someone else in, I I, I could see that. But it's it's kind of like if you if you wildcard now and. Even if you forward plan, but if you overlook something, then you just put yourself in a position where where you don't have your wild card anymore. So I would rather take a minus four this week uh, and like try make it true like that. So like we're all in the same position with these four games just uh, this this game week. So I don't think the average score is going to be that high. So uh, you could definitely roll with it with just a minus four, even a minus eight. I wouldn't use the wild card now. Well, I agree with you. I just think if somebody wanted to be a bit bold and they want to try to maximise their points this week, do a bit of chasing, it could be done. Well, I'll definitely but, see what my like uh, wildcard team would have got uh, if I if I did play my wildcard. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Look right. at that. Okay, Tom, we'll start with you then. Goalkeepers? Uh, goalkeepers, I've went Anik and Strijic. Um, uh, I seem to be back in a nil-nil in the St. Mirren versus Levy game, so I've went for those two. Right, I've went... Uh, Tragic and a cheapy three thing behind that is I've already mentioned St. Mern I've got so let me have got St. Mern, Rangers at home, Abdi away, then a double. So 
he wouldn't be long term, but he's in for the games and he's just, he's potentially getting clean shots like anybody else. Gary, who's your goalkeepers? I've just stuck with Gordon and a, a cheapy. So you're not changing, even he's no double games in that, that interest? No, I, I've looked at Strijek too, but it's like you say, this place at Marin this, this week, then Rangers, I don't expect many points from that. Aberdeen, if they... They can pick up their attacking form. I don't. I don't know. And then hearts and hips. How many? How many points strategy getting from it? Maybe. Maybe safe points. But if you see hearts this week scoring five, like how many safe points is he going to get there? That's minus points if, if anything. And then if if hips are firing with boiling that, then pretty much the same. So I, I just don't expect many points from from Strijek there. See, I've got Gordon, but my thinking there was in these next five games he's got Celtic Rangers, whereas Livingston. I've just got Rangers in a double game week, but mm-hmm. it's a wild card. Right, defenders, Tom, go talk to your defenders. Uh, defenders, I have went with Double Dundee United against Aberdeen. I've got Ryan Edwards and Scott McMahon. Uh, I've went Double Hearts. I've got Cochrane and I've got Michael Smith. And I've went with Paul McGinn at Hibs. The, the main thinking here is there's big potential for returns at both ends of the pitch. So even if they don't keep clean sheets, they're still in with a chance of goals or assists. Okay. Right, I've kept Tavernier. It's one clear on the bench. I went Doig for Hibs, part of that triple game week, coming up, double, double, double coming up. Mulgrew for Dundee United, who I would eventually turn to Ralston, one of my free transfers. Fitzwater from Livingston for the double game week. And Clark, it's just a cheap turn of the fifth bench option. Gunnar, you're back five. Yeah, so I've kept I've kept Tavernier and Ralston. Gonna bench them then. And I'm bringing in Doik, Mulgrew, and Mugabe because he's two and a half mil. I know they're playing hearts, but they've got Dundee in the game straight after and the mm-hmm. game straight after. So that was kind of thinking behind that. Right, in the midfield then, Tom, five midfielders. Uh, I've went Boyle for obvious reasons. Kind of the main man at Hibbs is on penalties. I've got Harks, Spittle, Connor Ronan, and a non-playing mid. I think this is probably the hardest position for me to pick players, just because most of the premium midfielders are not playing. So Celtic obviously aren't playing, Rangers aren't playing. So it really just leaves us with Boyle and a few other guys. Uh, I think it's probably important to have your non-playing mid, just because... A lot of these fixtures can probably go either way. So by playing a non-playing player and sticking a few guys on your bench, you're maybe going to max maximise your potential for points because a few of these guys, they might score, they might not. We're not really overly confident and we don't really know what the final scores are going to be. Most teams, apart from obviously the recently introduced Hibbs-Ross County, the other ones are fairly evenly matched. So I think a non-playing player is good. You went about a different way than me and Gunnar. I think we've went for benching the players. So that's why I went for the non-playing player. So I've went for... I've kept Boyle. I've kept Jota, who I'll bench. Charles Cook for Ross County. Slattery and Niskus into Dun United. And with the transfers I mentioned, obviously Mulgrew will become uh, Ralston and Slattery or Charles Cook will become Furuhashi. Because I've still got 3.8 million in the bank. In the bank. Uh, your midfield, Gunnar? Yeah, I've also kept Boyle. I've kept my non-player player, Strachan. And then I've uh, well, <laughs> I've looked at the last results, so I brought in Woodburn. Um, <laughs> Harks for Dundee United and Regan Charles Cook. 
Okay. And up front, Tom? Up front, I have Watt. For obvious reasons, obviously, Van Veen got the two goals last week, but I think Watt's been more consistent. Um, and he's in, I think he's the top scoring striker in the game, so can't really look past him there. I've reluctantly went Nisbet. Um, uh, I don't think it's any secret my, my feelings on Nisbet this season. He's overpriced. Uh, he's not really returning, but he plays against Ross County this game week. That's kind of drew me in there. And then he's going to have two doubles coming up. We, am I going to get him into my own team? Probably not. Uh, but he fills the space in this wild card. And then third role, uh, sorry, third in the striker role, I've went Boyce, but if he's not fit, Ramirez. Um, but Boyce definitely would be my, my, my preference there. Yeah. Right, I've went down the route of what up front, because that easy second week fixture, I think, with Dundee. Anderson for the double up coming up and Nisbet for the double double like you said that's pretty much my thing behind it Good up. yeah I was thinking if uh, Boyce is out then well I'm not going to include him so uh, Nisbet in but pretty much the, the front reader from Peter Watt for all his reasons Anderson for the double like we said uh, and Nisbet because I mean can't really look past the two doubles down the line uh, and he's got a game this week yeah do you still have this bit? Gonna... Uh, I took him out for Tony Watt last okay. week and Just then see. Van Veen scored. So take, 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 take your time with this bit. You like this <laughs> So I hope that's gave people food for thought. I think it's like my well card. That's plenty of options. None of our teams are that similar, really. So if you want to do something bold and fly up the rank, there you go. And there's two ways of playing it, like Tom. So you could just go all out and then build out, or you could do what I mean, Gunnar's kind of mentioned, and bench players so you can back in a week later and you're not really missing out and you get two free transfers. Okay, that's us finished with the Scottish team. Let's get Tom, can I? No, I think we're good. Right, we'll go on to the FPL. Right, over to our league first, and it is no change at the top. Uchi Gang, Barry McDermott, still top, 7-6-6. Up to second, Melvino, 11. Melvin Poole, 7-60. And third, Conquering Lang. That's Robbie Dempsey, third in both leagues. But that's quite impressive. 7-5-8. <laughs> uh, so we'll go to what am I looking for here? Scores and rank. Heads up. Hey, good was your score and your rank at FPL this week? Uh, I've got fifty-three points and my rank I've dropped. I'm on a red arrow, uh, two hundred twenty-five K. Took took my eye off the ball a little bit there these past couple of weeks. Been on holiday, been off sick, uh, and just like didn't fancy playing fantasy that 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 well. Um <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I was thinking. I was thinking about this because if if I compare it to last season, where I was basically sitting in the gaff most of the time, you know, and like just uh, being in lockdown and just had nothing better to do than watching a lot of football, it's it's this season is very different. Just with work and like so much stuff, and like it's just it's it's a week or two, and if you don't if you don't keep up with it, uh, then then you'll fa- fall behind. But yeah, fifty three points, the minus one from Sanchez. Fantastic. 12 points of uh, Trent, 14, Cancelo, 2 points, Chilwell, Livramento, 6 points, Captain Salah, 10, Mbeumo, 2 points, 3 points of Saka, 2 points each from Antonio and Vardy, and just the 1 point of Tony, and then absolute mayor here, uh, Rafinha, 9 points on the bench, and Diaz, 6 points on the bench. Ooh. I really thought Brentford, the Brentford lads could do something against Norwich. I was wrong. 
Dom, yourself? Uh, my current rank is 154,771. I got 60 points this game week. In goals, I had Sa for two points. Back line of Liveramento for six. Chilwell got me two. Duffy got me two. And Trent got me 12. And midfield, a new addition to the team. Gallagher got me 11 points. Townsend got me three. Captain Salah got me 10. Rafinha got me nine. Up front, Ronaldo got me one point. And vice-captain, that doesn't really matter. Uh, Vardy got me two points. I was a bit gutted because I had Foster on the bench for 11 points. So, missed out on a nine-point swing you there. Would, you wouldn't have picked Foster, wouldn't you? Not a bit, nobody would to pick Foster. Probably not. Against Arsenal, Arsenal have showed a bit of form recently. So, yeah, probably wouldn't have picked them. <laughs> Right, I'm up to 97k now, back in the top 100. I'm happy with that. My points this week were Sang goals for two, Cancelo 14, Christensen 2, Trent 12, Smith for 8, Captain Salah 10, Rafinha 9, New Recruit Son 3, he's bought in for the next couple of game weeks, quite honest, Jesus 2, Tony 1, and Tony 2, and I left Foster on the bench like yourself, Tom, and Livermento for six points as well. But still, a green arrow, happy with that. So, Tom, you've got a bit of FPL chat, so take it away. Um, yeah, so I was kind of looking at the, the fixture ticker this week on the old Fantasy Football Scout website, and I, I, do, I do my usual weekly sort by difficulty for the top for the next five fixtures, and I noticed that Spurs were sitting on top. So um, I had a wee look, and obviously Spurs have got Conte in now as manager. We might see a bit of a new manager bounce, and I was kind of thinking about Kane or Son. Um, I had a wee look at the stats for the past four game weeks. Not too fantastic for either of the two guys. Uh, Kane has had two shots on target in the past four game weeks and six shots in total. So averaging maybe a shot a game. Uh, he's had one big chance total. And he has he has created two big chances, however. So he's maybe sitting a bit deeper and trying to create stuff. Um He's only one of two strikers that created more than one big chance. The other one was Dennis at Watford, so that's something to keep an eye on. Um, Son, again, two shots on target in the past four. He's had five shots in total, so again, not that big a goal threat. Uh, he has actually had three big chances total, so he's not he's not taking the opportunities. Um, however, he has created uh, nine chances in the past four game weeks, so a better assist potential there. The the past four game weeks as well, as fixed, the fixtures for Spurs were Newcastle, West Ham United, Man United and Everton. So they weren't too bad. Um, they managed to get a 3-2 win against Vitesse in the Europa Conference, which isn't, you know, it's not a, a, a prestigious competition. You'd kind of expect them to, to do that. Um, maybe not concede two goals at home. But there we go. Um Another team that also has a new manager in is Howe. Uh, sorry, Newcastle. Obviously, they've got Howe <laughs> in. Uh, he's reunited with Callum Wilson. I thought, wonder what could happen here. He's only 7.3 million, so he offers us up a, a sort of mid-price uh, forward option. He's had four goals in seven games so far this season. He's been injured for four game weeks. Uh, he's blanked the last two game weeks. However... The opposition was Chelsea and Brighton, two of the 
most solid defences in the league so far this season. So I don't think he's too bad an option, to be honest with you. And we also have St. Maximin. Um, he's the fourth highest scoring striker in the game and he's only 6.8 million. So another interesting option there. And Newcastle, they're, um, they're actually second for the next five fixtures on the fixture difficulty. Um, they face Brentford, Arsenal, Norwich, Burnley and Leicester. So not bad there at all. That you finished? Yep. All right then, so that takes us to our transfer thoughts this week then. So Tom, you've kind of covered mine. I have got a front three of Jesus, Tony and Antonio. And I'm thinking I get rid of Jesus and downgrading to Wilson for those fixtures like you said. Nice. Yeah, that frees me up plenty of cash for when I want to either go to one of the Chelsea back line lads, upgrade Christensen, or so can I see that pans in a few weeks? What about yourself? Gunnar, what's your transfer thoughts this week? Yeah, so Sanchez, he's obviously suspended, so that might force myself into a goalkeeper transfer. I've got two frees, so it's, it's, it's not too bad. Uh, I might just use the one on Sanchez. Looking at playing a 5-2-3 at the moment. Uh, with only, <laughs> yeah, with only Salah and Rafinha in midfield. Um, Saka's playing Liverpool, so he's definitely getting benched. Biumo. Same thing, like Against Norwich, uh, kind of. So I, I want to back the Brentford lads, but um, I like the I like the Wilson shout. So so maybe I'll do something there. But um, it, it's more than likely that I'll just make the one move, get get another goalkeeper in, Captain Salah, obviously, and yeah, roll roll my other free transfer. Tom, you transfer captain. Um, I've got San Marcel, obviously, Wolves defense stinking up my team, so. I was considering taking a hit because I've still not took a hit so far this season in FPL. Um, so I was thinking Marcel to Cancelo because I've got the funds there to do it. Um, I might actually go Sata McCarthy as well. McCarthy's had three clean sheets in the last four and that kind of frees me up a little bit of money to, to do something with Townsend because he's not done a lot for me recently and he's another one that's kind of stinking up the team. He had a couple of... Uh, well, he had 12 points, 2 points, 10 points, 10 points, and then it's been twos and then a three last week. So not great from him. So I think he maybe has to move on. Ask me Southampton. Is that who he's? Keeper? Yes. Right. Yeah. Because um, as, as I mentioned, I'm prone to fiddling about with the, the, the fixture ticker. And um, if you kind of go quite far ahead, Southampton are kind of in that sort of top third. Um, so, whereas Wolves are second bottom. so mm. And they're not even done great recently. So, I think I need to do something. I'm reluctant to do a goalkeeper transfer, but sometimes you've just got to grit your teeth and get on with it. I, know, I don't like having Sa either, Tom, but there's bigger fish to fry around. But my deal, I'd like to go to Gator, Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Just stick there for the rest of the season, but whether I get to do that or not, I don't know. Salah captain, I think that's just... Now, I've got Son, the home of Leeds, so it's food for thought, but I, I think I'll just stick with Salah. The fact I've got Son is just good enough, I think. And like I said, I'm leaning towards Jesus to Wilson for the next four game weeks anyway. Mm-hmm. Any else add football-wise, Gunnar, FPL-wise, any of these? I think that's uh, that's me, yeah. Tom? No, that's me. 
This your last one, Tom? You back next week? No, this is the last one. Right. Tom's only 21, guys. Tom's away for a couple of weeks. Isn't like there, but you got to get to be full time. You're a married man now, this is it. It's just when you this disappear off disappear off the podcast and know what happened. <laughs> Don't want people worrying about me now. No, I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> mean, you know? <laughs> right, so before we head into our plugs, I'm going to plug the cup one more time. So, Fantasy Football Scotland, Royally Rumble, starts game week 14. What a game week to start as well, eh? A blank game week. Mm. Yeah, that's the way it is. <laughs> if you want to join at Fantasy Half, you've got up to the day it, it kicks off. Even if I put the graphics out with the participants, it doesn't matter. I can always add you on as long as in before kickoff, I can put you into the game. And we will be taking it for there. So, Gunnar, get your plugs in. Yeah, I'm at Gunnar underscore FPL. Uh, I've made all the graphics for the cup. Uh, I'm going to do a captain poll this week because I think it's going to be an interesting one. Um, get in touch, any fantasy-related or FIFA-related questions. Um, <laughs> yeah, hit me up on Twitter. Tom, plugs? I am at FFS underscore Scout on Twitter. You can hit me up there. Um I'm, I'm having two weeks off, guys, so I don't at any rate my teams for the next fortnight. <laughs> no, no RMTs. <laughs> right, that is us. Then. Thanks for listening. We're back next week after the game, which has been good on next week, so we'll work it off of Podgunner. Again, thanks for listening, and if you want to take part in the cup, DM me at Fantasy Half. Say goodbye, guys. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye for me. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 